It's time for the show, but wouldn't you know, at 570-POD-WAD-1, you can say hi, let your feelings fly, then say goodbye, cause you're done. Add us on Twitter, while you're on the shitter, we won't be bitter, at y'all heard pod. There's iTunes too, you can leave a review, and say we're not poo. We'd appreciate the nod. Thanks, bye. Y'all heard? Hey, everybody. Hey, guys, what's up? Happy New Year, and this is Y'all Heard, a podcast where me, Marissa Phillips, and me, Pete Phillips, are not related. Yes. I mean, I'm not (laughs) celebrating that. Whatever. I'm celebrating the new year. And this is a podcast that is arriving to you just in time to remind you to wish at Riz Vandal a happy birthday via Instagram tomorrow. Ooh, I forgot (laughs) it's so close. Uh, In other words, we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know. Like the fact that my birthday is coming. For some reason, since I wasn't home... Or, like, watching a TV countdown on New Year's Eve, it's like it didn't happen, and I keep not realizing it's New Year. It's like, if I do not watch a TV countdown, I I don't even take it in. Anyway, Pete, how are you? So, what were you doing instead? I was at a party. With no countdown? At, you know what? It, it was a countdown, but it was, like, it was kind of casual, and everyone, like, I was just being like, five? Are we good on five right now? Five, everybody? <laughs> All right. How about four? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of forgot. I was really drunk also. So, like, I for- I remember he was saying something really annoying that I didn't like the way he was counting down. But, yeah, it was casual. And, like, usually on New Year's, like, I hug everyone in the room, but we were with strangers. And, like, it was just really weird. Anyway. Pete, how are you? How was your New Year's? How was whatever? Marissa and podcast listeners, um, I was very excited to share with Marissa already. She asked for details and I didn't give her any. But uh, <laughs> um, during my holiday break, I got to see... Well, I went to... Well, we went to visit my mom's friend in Cape May. And she took us to all these hot spots. Mm. And I was like, does Carol listen to my podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Because first, she took us to a hawk watching station in Cape May. Wow, I can't believe someone did this without you having to ask. (laughs) And I got up there. It was so cold. There was no birds. The water was completely frozen. (laughs) And guys, I have to admit... I had a little bit of, um, I don't know exactly what you'd call it, so feel free to diagnose me, Marissa, but I had Alcohol? I had a bit of anxiety in the oh. moment because I was looking for birds. I knew I couldn't see anything, and I was like, it's too cold. There's nothing out here. And then I turn around, and there's a guy coming up the stairs with a big camera with a lens and everything. A real birder caught me at a birding oh, site and i was like wow oh i covered myself <laughs> <laughs> i love it did did you ask him like oh did you see anything no part of me wanted to be like you ain't gonna see shit here buddy <laughs> i know wow For some reason they're gonna say a guy came up the stairs and he was like one of those people that have a big glove and has a hawk on his hand oh a falconeer yeah oh that's a falcon oops <laughs> So wow. then I went down to the car and Carol was like, oh, by the way, if you go up on the beach, you'll be able to see a uh, World War II bunker. And I was like, fuck yeah. Is she clowning you? <laughs> so I went up the beach and I thought sand would be frozen. It would be easier to walk on, but it wasn't. And I saw, yeah, a World see, War that's II. that's not a thing. <laughs> what? I saw a World War II bunker from a distance because it was so cold and it was like far enough away that I knew I wasn't going to go Can over you there. go in it though? I don't think you can. Oh man. You that can tag so cool. it. <laughs> okay. Based on photos. 
Wait, but is there a fence? What's stopping you from going in? I think just the fact that it's locked. Oh, okay. And it's like made out of concrete. Um, That's so cool. It was partial. It was almost completely underground, but it's on the shore, and so over the years, because of erosion, it's fully exposed now. And uh, yeah. yeah, it looked fun. Oh man, that's awesome! Yeah, I was really happy for you, but I was like, "How the fuck did he get there?" And he didn't tell me he was going, or how the fuck did he get there by mistake? Like, I was just <laughs> like, "What?" I was like, "This is weird." Then there like, was a store nearby, and we went into the store, and I tried to get my mom to buy me a "Grow Your Own Girlfriend." Uh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was drinking something. <laughs> that you put it into water and it grows. <laughs> Uh, that's adorable. But she didn't? No. Was she annoyed that you asked for that? It would have been a quarter. <laughs> what? Did you not have a quarter? No. You can't buy your own girlfriend. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. Did your mother sigh when you asked for that? No, she laughed. Okay. I could either see her laughing or sighing going, oh, Pete. <laughs> That that sponge lady can't give me a grandchild. <laughs> uh, oh, the sponge lady. Okay, I thought it was one of those. There's also those growth things that are like kind of slimy. Okay. But sponge lady is probably better. I used to get growth things all the time. Hmm. So, Pete, sounds like your new year was off to a nice start. Well, that was kind of technically the end of 2022. For the new year, I found out that my favorite classroom that I always teach in has been taken by somebody else. The elevator is broken at work, so I have to climb up six flights of stairs every day, which wouldn't be as bad if the heat in the building wasn't stuck on high and it's at least 85 degrees in the building. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, great. (laughs) Um, How about you, Marissa? How's your 2023 been? My 2023, well... If you word it like that, I would say very stressful. But if you just word it as, how are you? (laughs) Or what happened? I would say, guys, guess what? I got engaged. She didn't say enraged. No, engaged (laughs) uh, to the guy Aaron you hear about a lot. Uh, That guy Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It didn't go as he wanted because I am unnecessarily stubborn Mm -hmm. so he was trying to give it to me while we were both dressed up to go to a party and he kept saying why aren't you getting dressed and i would be like leave me alone i have so much time now i'm not gonna get dressed and it ended up happening with him in a full suit and me in underwear from you know that no fear brand from like the 90s (laughs) i was wearing no fear underwear so that's why i have no picture (laughs) um and yeah so I'm engaged. It should come as no surprise if you're listening. I've been with Aaron for a, a long time. Um, I will say not... Okay, I'm going to say this, guys. I have to tell someone. So I went to a party. We went to a party at the Four Seasons. That was ridiculous. Mm. Um, we had breakfast there at the Four Seasons, and we sat next to a man who ordered eggs with caviar, to which he told... Yeah, it sounds disgusting. <laughs> he told the waiter, excuse me... Um, I see that there is an even number of caviar. Uh, Isn't there supposed to be... Oh, no, I see that there's an odd number of caviar. Aren't there supposed to be an even number of caviar? Uh, This really bothers me. I took one of the caviar off the plate so it would stop bothering me. And he wasn't joking. And I wanted to kill myself. (laughs) I will will say, I'm never going to repeat this again because I feel morally conflicted. But So the party was a lot of money. So we're like, we're going to eat as much food as we possibly can to make it worth our while. And we were like, why the fuck is this party so much money? So they had to offer what they called the most expensive ham in the world. It was fine. (laughs) Um, We had caviar, which also was fine. We had a top piece of a tomahawk steak, which is very good. Then we had something that this is why I'm morally conflicted, but it was there. And I was like. I need to know what all the fuss is about. Pete, you had I'm a sorry. goose. I ate foie gras. <gasps> the worst kind of duck you can eat. Aaron was not happy that I took it. I which I'm just like I was surprised. Uh, by the way, though, guys, it's gross. 
If you ever are like, should I eat foie gras? It's really gross. <laughs> it's like so gross. I like was like, why does anyone eat this? You won't this get any sympathy from us. Disgusting. <laughs> I know. I felt guilty, but I feel like I had to tell someone. So I'm sorry, guys. And may I repent for my sins because it wasn't worth it. It was disgusting. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, and then I got really drunk because we also wanted our money's worth in wine. Yeah, so so that's why I keep tell, forgetting. Tell, it's tell the him new about year. tell him about your uh, your drink delivery. What drink delivery? Tell him about your your drink delivery. What? Beep boop beep boop. Oh yeah, guys! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! So I went to this new conveyor belt sushi place in Philadelphia. And oh my god, we ordered waters, and then this robot came. This like singing robot came and delivered our waters. It was so weird, and the robot was going all over the place. The robot was a dedicated drink deliverer, and he just kept playing music, and he would do a little wink at you. It was so weird. <laughs> I maybe I'm warming to robots. I don't know. Mm, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Between that and my new sweeping robot. I might be ready for the singularity. Have you gotten kinder to your sweeping robot? I have gotten kinder. I have you gotten stupid piece of shit. <laughs> I called it dumb once. I didn't call it a piece of shit or a bitch. <laughs> uh, anyway, guys, I have so much stuff I want to tell you, but I'll save it for different episodes. Like how all I do is play Sims now, and it's a disease. <laughs> but anyway. Um, Pete, you ready for an icebreaker? You know what? I'm not, but hey. We gotta move ahead. Icebreaker. Okay, this might not be... You could... I could... I have a backup if you don't like this one. But I figured this one was easier than actually the backup. I look at snack news all of the time. And I have been anxiously awaiting, like, different snacks to come. Like, we're getting a peep soda and all this shit. Like, I just love snack news. So, Pete... You wanted a New Year's related one. I know this might be a little anticlimactic, but what is a snack you want to see in 2023? A candy, a snack, a fast food, give me a collaboration. Oreos and Mountain Dew. Ew. <laughs> so Mountain Dew flavored Oreos or Oreo flavored Mountain Dew? I mean, I definitely Oreo flavored Mountain Dew. Ew, I thought you were going to go the other way. But also, I'm open to the, yeah, the exchange. Yeah. How about if they sell... I'm sorry, I should mention as well. This isn't what I want to see. <laughs> it's because it's, I don't have anything in mind. And I'm not allowed to think about food anymore. <laughs> Why? Because I can't eat any more of it. Okay, okay. How about if, like, it's like a limited edition pack? Of Mountain Dew Oreos with a Oreo Mountain Dew, like a two-way collab. Yeah, yeah. I think that's I like a good that. one. Yeah. Okay. Um, did you see that there was a Mountain Dew fruit quake in 2022? I'm sorry. <laughs> As it, it was called fruit quake, but there was a fruit cake flavored Mountain Dew. Oh, oh yes, I actually did see some of that. Oh, it was not available in diet. Otherwise, I would have no, fucking went yeah. to town. Mountain Dew doesn't care about diets. <laughs> hey, they have a lot of other ones. Mountain Dew Voodoo came in diet. Anyway, oh no. I don't know, whatever. Anyway, um, you guys, how come we haven't had a chocolate soda yet? I just pitched a chocolate soda. Yeah, no, you pitched a chocolate and cream cookie soda, which sounds disgusting. <laughs> I want, like, a milk chocolate soda. I want a Hershey's Coca-Cola mashup. Fucking. You want a carbonated Yoo-Hoo. Oh, no, I don't want a creamy <laughs> chocolate soda. That has cream in it. I want, like, no. Yoo-Hoo has milk in it. I don't want milk. Wait, no, that didn't make sense. I can't have a chocolate milk, a milk chocolate soda without milk. <laughs> Wait, I want a dark chocolate soda. There's no milk in dark chocolate. Oh, I think you've lost me, though. It'll get bitter. Why? Yeah. I, want I think you can adult... have milk chocolate flavor without... Okay. Yeah. I either want 
a milk chocolate flavored soda or I want an adult dark chocolate soda that is bitter and it's 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 marketed for uh, a refined palate. Mm-hmm. And you can only buy one can Oh, definitely. At a time. Yeah. Limited edition. I mean, duh. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that was as I connected, but I really want to look into the New Year snack-wise. Also, pizza, you see, did I send you how Taco Bell is going to have a fucking, like, tostada just on a gigantic Cheez-It? No. <laughs> oh, my God, it's just a gigantic Cheez-It with taco stuff on top. I would break my gluten thing for that. <laughs> I can't fucking believe it. It's, like, gigantic. <laughs> anyway. Okay, Can't bigger we- than a plate? Uh, no, like a small plate. Like a plate you'd like, like... Like a dessert plate? Yeah, like a dessert plate. Okay. Sized, yeah. Um, I, I can't wait to see your segue, unless we have calls. Last time I went to Taco Bell was with my pal Marissa on the way yeah. home from New York. Yeah. State. I'm not a city man. No, of course. And I remember that. That was nice, but I feel like we felt sick. Probably. I mean, it's Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that was kind of a fun road trip. That was very fun. Marissa, I presume you also traveled for the holidays. You are taking a long route to get to your time. And I know that you are traveling <laughs> tomorrow when this comes out. Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I'm going to see Michael Jackson, the musical, not the real person. Yes. In my travels this holiday, I encountered the nuisance that we as a, as a society have come to call potholes. Oh, Pete. <laughs> what are you doing? And this got me wondering about the life of a pothole. What? Because I didn't just find holes that I fell into, but I also found humps that I went over from when the potholes were filled. Are you okay? So I thought <laughs> that it would be interesting <laughs> to open 2023 with a straight up, normal, nay, boring topic. <laughs> Is this like a throwback to our origins where your first topic was boring dreams? My first topic was those cakes that babies eat. <laughs> oh, you're right. Just Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't call them, quote, the cakes babies eat. They were baby cakes. (laughs) (laughs) Smash cakes. Uh, Okay. Can't wait to hear this one. So we will start with the most fascinating part to writers like Marissa and me. We will start with the etymology of pothole. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, This is coming from thenewswheel.com. The simplest explanation is linguistic. The word pothole can be split into two parts, pot and hole. (laughs) The latter is fairly self-explanatory, no matter which way you look at it. But why pot? In Middle English, pot meant a deep hole. Today, Mm. it might also mean something of cylindrical shape, like a pot used for cooking. Either way... The combination of the two words seems like a good way to describe those nasty grounds in the hole. Wait, holes in the ground. What? Okay. <laughs> We're all... I just switched to coffee. It's my topic. <laughs> okay. But if it's pothole and pot also means hole, then isn't it whole hole? Oh. <laughs> uh... So why did they call them pots? We're just holes. <laughs> Well, wait, is pot a deep hole or is pot just a hole? Pot meant a deep hole. So it's a deep hole hole. Yeah. That's a little better. There are other (laughs) theories, though, and I am going to clash with the writer on this one. Okay. Some say that potholes got their name because of the potters who dug up chunks of clay from the Roman Empire's smooth roadways more than 3,000 years ago. The clay. I'm sorry, potters broke up. Oh, you're going to tell me. Go the clay became pots, and those who rode over the holes in the ground knew that they were created by potters, which led Wait, to them. This is 100 real. Which led to them being called potholes. 
Admittedly, the writer says, this is a somewhat implausible theory, but still fun to think about. Oh, okay. Now, I have found other sources that have really leaned on that story. Okay. Basically, you had roads, and as carriages went over them, they would create divots in the road uh-huh. um, just from use. And then, yeah, people who wanted clay to do pottery would say, oh, well, this top level is is broken, and now we can get deeper into the clay in the earth, and we can pull that out. I like it. I think that's, like, the better of the two. Just hole, deep hole, hole. <laughs> okay. Furthermore, in the 1820s, American geologists and civil engineers referred to cylindrical holes in river rock as potholes, which form naturally as a result of erosion. There are also several geological formations that have earned the moniker, including the 38-foot-deep, 42-foot-wide Archibald pothole in eastern Pennsylvania, thought to have been created during the Wisconsin glacial period 70,000 years ago. Archibald, Pennsylvania is about 30 miles from where I live. Okay. Now, Marissa. Yeah. Part of the podcast is knowing your audience. Okay. And our audience loves potholes. And Alex is an engineer. So I think this topic is really going to light him up. I'm sorry. I keep forgetting he's an engineer. What is he doing? Kings. He teaches engineering. Oh, okay. So, Marissa, before we talk about the birth of the pothole, we have to review the conception of a pothole. (laughs) Many accounts say that roads have three parts. By the way, you said know your audience, but you mean your audience only Alex, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, okay. Loyal listener. Yeah. (laughs) Active caller. Possibly not me. (laughs) (laughs) Most accounts say that roads have three parts. Pavement on the top a sub-base underneath, and soil at the very bottom. And most accounts say the potholes are the result of two things, Marissa. Do you have any ideas? Mm, Something about hollow earth. (laughs) (laughs) Traffic. Overlap. Traffic and water. Okay. This is where sometimes you can kind of, like, see people peek through the potholes. <laughs> they live in hollow earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope there's a conspiracy theory in here somewhere. You know what? There is. Okay. I don't know. I haven't refined it just yet. But almost every single resource that I found on this topic was a PDF. <laughs> what? Ew. <laughs> That's weird. One was from the American Public Works Association, and this outlined the gestation period of a pothole. One, snow melt or rain seeps through the cracks in pavement and into the subbase. If the moisture cannot adequately drain away from the subbase and soil underneath, it becomes saturated and soft. The subbase sounds like where QAnon people think adrenochrome drinking happens it could be yeah okay (laughs) two trapped moisture is subjected to repeated freeze and thaw cycles and with each occurrence the expanding ice lifts and cracks the pavement more the passing Mm -hmm. traffic also weakens the pavement cracking it even further oh shit three (laughs) as temperatures rise and ice melts a void is left under the pavement This void collects more water, and during the next freeze, the void will enlarge. Ready for the big one? Oh, yeah. Four. Vehicles driving over the weakened pavement pounded into the surface. Oh. And then the surface breaks and collapses into the void below, thus creating a pothole. Ooh. (laughs) Tell me more. This is why potholes become so prevalent in changing temperatures, like spring and winter. Oh, okay. I never even noticed. I haven't driven for like eight years. (laughs) Yeah. When I was almost done recording or researching this, I was like, Marissa doesn't drive. (laughs) No. But she does ride in cars. (laughs) That is true. Marissa has snow. No, you're Marissa. 
winter yep. winter has snow and I'm low temperatures. Did you just confuse me with winter? <laughs> yes. Okay. I was up way too early today, and now that I am not at my mom's house, I can no longer sleep. By the way, I told you about the one time where I went to a restaurant, and the guy, instead of saying pizza, said TV, right? <laughs> I like that guy. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue. So winter has snow and low temperatures, and spring is when we're experiencing the last of those temperatures, and they're also fluctuating, which can make all of this hot-cold relationship uh, between pavement and sub sub base and soil really Ooh, um, yeah. really hot <laughs> Ooh. this assumes of course that there are cracks in the road without cracks in the road then moisture doesn't get in mm-hmm. so where do cracks in the road come from mm. i'm so glad you asked marissa <laughs> <laughs> just from like I don't know. Pavement isn't unpenetrable. No, no. Impenetrable. In this situation, you ask this question. <laughs> okay. Um, because Asphalt Magazine did an entire God! article on it. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. That's and I am, I am not going to read it to you, but if you want the link to read it, Marissa, let me know. Holy shit. How is that a thing? Ew. <laughs> You got a few types of cracking that can happen. You got block cracking, edge cracking, longitudinal cracking, Mm. transverse cracking, Mm, reflection cracking, and slippage cracking. Marissa, which one of those do you want to know more about? I want to know about transverse. Is that a thing that you said? Transverse cracks occur roughly perpendicular to the center line of the pavement. They Mm. can be caused by shrinkage of the asphalt layer, or reflection from an existing crack. They are not load-related. So this mm. is just, if, if I'm understanding correctly, you get these because of kind of shoddy workmanship. Are there any cracks just because cars are heavy? You know, I was most interested in slippage cracking. Okay. Slippage cracks are crescent-shaped cracks which form because of low-strength asphalt mix or a poor bond, bond between... <laughs> pavement layers. The cracks form due to forces applied by turning or braking motion of vehicles. Oh, okay. So if you think about it, like if you slam on the brakes or if you Tokyo drift... (laughs) (laughs) As I do. Then you are affecting the asphalt underneath you. So most of it, or at least like 50% of it, is at least in part due to shoddy workmanship though, right? Because the ones you just said both seem like that's part of it. Oh, no, no, uh, a lot of it, so, it's true, I did, I did kind of lean on, into shoddy workmanship, but the other one would just be age, general age of things, and, you know. Is none of it because cars be heavy? Cars, I mean, cars be heavy. (laughs) Yeah. I read an article that said every single time you drive on a road, you are digging into the road, and that made sense to me. Yeah, okay. So, how are we doing, Marissa? How come there are more potholes in cities? Says who? Huh? I don't know. Uh-huh. I feel like everyone's always bitching about them in cities. Is that not true? I would say, and I'm not an expert, and I do expect us to get several corrections from Alex. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Even though I'm pretty sure he's a mechanical engineer. Okay. Um, yeah, but Alex knows everything. I would guess that there are more potholes in cities because you would have to close things down in order to fix them correctly. And so you kind of just have to, like, let it ride. And you know what? I don't want to spoil anything, but we will talk about fixing them later. (laughs) Okay. Ooh. But, Marissa. Yes? Do you ever ride down the road and think, oh, my God, this road is so loud? No. Not because of the cars or, like, music blaring from other cars, but the road itself is just loud. No, I get annoyed by life being loud, but not the road. 
Well, you're right. That's because some <laughs> pavement is textured. <laughs> My favorite shows are when I just ignore you. <laughs> Part of the reason why is because by by creating some texture in pavement, you are creating traction for tires, but it can mm-hmm. also reduce noise. The Minnesota Department of Transportation, another PDF, found that the God. innovative the innovative slash ultimate grind which is not a sex move (laughs) but has wider and fatter grooves than the conventional diamond grind can reduce tire pavement noise by as much as four decibels or 67 percent well you know what i hate when you're like on the highway but you're like i guess you drift a little too much to one side and then Mm -hmm. it has all those grooves and it goes like yeah i hate that how it weeks you, know you up and makes you go, oh, I should stay on the road. <laughs> yeah, I hate that. <laughs> but let's talk about Is that something why else. There? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> Potholes happen, Marissa. It seems like we can't get around that. Ooh, I hope that, Pete, you should popularize, instead of like live, laugh, love for people that have like shit happens, you should have one that says potholes happen. Yeah. Yeah. On, like, a really pretty calligraphy font. Live, laugh, love. It's going to be shit, potholes, and taxes. <laughs> <laughs> and people are going to be like, what the f- what is- <laughs> I like that. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue. So Tell me more. When you have a pothole, we kind of alluded to this already. What do you got to do? You got to fix it. So you could do a cold patch, which is when a worker shovels some patch material into the hole... Um, which may well still have water or debris in it. Marissa, what's going to happen? Then it's going to happen all over right. again. Right. <sighs> yeah. Because of that, they don't always hold up. One hitch, though, is that workers may attempt to compact the patch materials, or they may not. <laughs> mm. And if they don't, then you end up with a lump in the road, which is kind of as bad as a dip in the road. <laughs> I- Sure. Now, I know what you're thinking. There's got to be a better way. You're right, Marissa. There's hot, also... Hot, whatever. Yep, hot there's dip. a hot patch semi-permanent oh, patch. fix, which means Ooh. that a crew would Put square out... in it. They would actually square out a hole, um. and they would clean it out thoroughly so that no debris or water is inside. There's no way that happens in any city. <laughs> and then they patch it using hot and more fluid material than they compact it. Yeah, I feel like no one does that. Though they say a slight crown when you do this is desirable for water dispersal, Mm. but that just means there's going to be another bump in the road. Yeah. Small, but still. Mm. And this is what smart towns might do when the weather gets nicer. And I have seen these sort of like cut out situations um probably not from potholes but from people digging into the road the road behind my apartment it was paved probably two years ago and then they started to lay a bunch of internet cables and they just dug up the whole road and it's so sad (laughs) oh okay do you want to have more fun though while you're filling a hole no well yes if you did, you could use spray injection. Doesn't that sound fun? Ooh, that kind of does. This is when you clean out the hole, you seal the edges, and then you spray in the patching material. It's kind of a balance between what? the two methods. I don't get that. Yeah, it's it, you would spray in asphalt instead of shoveling it in. Yeah, but... It looks what? cool if you're into, like, hoses and stuff. No, wait, wait, wait. Oh, spray it. I'm imagining it as an aerosol can, and I'm like, how the fuck <laughs> do they fit so much? No, like, it's a big, fat hose. <laughs> I'm really stupid. <laughs> Lastly is a two-part process. You would Guys, do a- I have a high IQ. <laughs> I need to tell you that from time to time when I say something stupid. When was the last time you measured that IQ? <laughs> Yeah, I guess it could go down, but I had it when I was a child. Shut up. You could also do a cold patch, Marissa, and then come back and apply more material to patch that would seal the edges and then apply sand on top so that the material doesn't stick to tires and track away if somebody were to walk through it or drive through it. 
I have tar stains in my office because the people who patched the holes in our parking lot at work didn't do that. <laughs> oh, okay. Each patch requires leveling, and that's kind of hard to do, Marissa. You Unless you use, have a level. You can use a machine that would electronically smash into the ground and tamp Ooh. it down. Tamp. But more often, I imagine, that people end up doing it with a manual tool. Or their feet. Just as effective, honestly. <laughs> and if you do it enough, like if it's your job to just fill holes all day, you'd probably start to slack off at that point. I mean, I wish that was my job. I'm unemployed. <laughs> so the success of pothole repairs depends predominantly on the timeliness of the repair and the quality of the materials and techniques that are used. And what's in your heart? It plays a part. <laughs> what's in your heart when you're filling it? And if your intentions are true. Preventing potholes begins when the pavement is visibly cracked. Sealing the pavement to keep water from infiltrating into the sub-base is critical, both for keeping potholes from forming and for extending the useful life of the pavement. Mmm, yeah. This next paragraph starts funny with, with a funny transition. In reality, comma, <laughs> deferred maintenance can start communities on a downward spiral of deteriorating infrastructure and increasing costs of required repairs. Okay. Experts conservatively estimate that for every $1 spent to keep a road in good condition, it avoids 6 to $14 that are needed later to rebuild the same road once it has deteriorated significantly. Ooh, that's interesting. Hear that, urban planners out there? And this is according to the American Association of State Highway and Transportation Officials, their Smart Growth America Repairs Priorities 2014 report. God, I worked at a job that was like <laughs> the equivalent of that. I had fucking, God, Cord, God bless all of you. <laughs> I had to make reports like that. Yeah, seriously, God bless you. So, Marissa. Uh-huh? Do you have any plans for, like, how we can avoid potholes from starting? Mm -hmm. Make our uh, areas more pedestrian-friendly <laughs> so that there's not as much driving. Okay. And... Um, Although I... I don't think I would call them potholes, but no. Sidewalks being unlevel doesn't count as a pothole. <laughs> okay. Um, mm, have someone whose job it is just to hot patch. It's their whole job. Maybe You're, hot patching. You everything. might kind of be close to what science is suggesting. Ooh, what is science suggesting? Science has a few different ideas. The first is self-healing asphalt. That's stupid. This has been developed and implemented oh. on 12 roads in the Netherlands. Oh. Get this, Marissa. Okay. With their method, the asphalt has steel fibers in it. We're not talking about, like, steel bars. We're talking about, like, fibers, scrapes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Of, you know. And the road is treated with a heating pad, essentially. Not like, not like if you have your period, <laughs> but, like... <laughs> Like a big machine. What do you know about how we treat it? <laughs> so that the steel parts seal the cracks. Mm. Further, developer Eric Schlangen mm -hmm. says it could go even further. I'm sorry I wrote that sentence so poorly. <laughs> <laughs> Putting steel fibers in the asphalt means that you can send information to it. And so what? it might be possible to charge electric cars on the road while they're driving. Ooh, that's cool. It's early, but we're going to make some trials in front of traffic lights, where the idea is that you can charge your car while you are sitting waiting in traffic. Elon Musk, why don't you work on that shit instead, <laughs> okay, bro? Right now, the most promising solution is adding a special bacteria to the concrete. Ew. The bacteria live inside the mixture and produce no. calcium carbonate that ugh. helps fill cracks when they develop. I bet... Ugh, that sounds disgusting. What if the bacteria somehow gets in our system? We know that these bacteria can live in nature for more than 200 years, 
So we developed a technique to put the bike to put the bacteria <laughs> into the concrete, which will serve the lifetime of a concrete structure for sure. But can the bacteria live in us? Plus, they can't do anything to humans, so it's safe. Why? How do you know? I guess they just tested the bacteria with humans. <laughs> I don't know if I believe that. Ryder Foley, an engineer professor. That's what the deep state wants you to believe. <laughs> Ryder Foley, an engineering professor at the University of Virginia, has studied innovation in the construction industry, especially as it applies to nanomaterial innovations like self-cleaning windows or steel coatings that resist rust. Mm. Quote, the construction industry specifically is lagging behind some of the early predictions and forecasts of when it would adopt these new materials. Okay. Many in the industry are averse to risk, and they have faith in the materials as they are. There's all this materials testing that has to go into concrete, for example, for 50 to 75 years. Oh, gosh. Of, of using it, basically. Like, hey, we made a bridge out of concrete, and look, it works. Yeah, people yeah. would be like, maybe I should use concrete for my bridge. <laughs> yeah, okay. There's types of integrity testing and stress testing and loading and all of that. And that's a body of knowledge that civil engineers have confidence in. When it comes to these new materials, there's not a high volume of manufacturing, so the cost is still high. And it's hard for them to kind of see the advantages of changing the design like this. But how long has the Netherlands had it? Have how long have they had it? Over ten years. Okay. So in, on at least one road, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, but with the country's America's um, infrastructure in disrepair and no real plan in sight, yeah, we need every bit of help that we can get. <laughs> I thought you were running on a thing about infrastructure, huh? What happened to that, bro? Where are my pothole fillers? <laughs> yeah. I want uh, a Scranton Amtrak station and all my potholes filled. Joe Biden's just going to give us a shovel. That's <laughs> uh, how we get jobs, too. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think is the answer? I like the idea of bacteria... I think that's disgusting. <laughs> but if you have um, the steel fibers in the asphalt, then they were saying, like, it, you have to have one of these trucks that's also going to heat the road. They said the sun helps by mm. beating down on the road, but it doesn't do enough. And so you yeah. got to get one of these heat trucks that can heat the road. Um, so that's cool, but it seems like you're going to have to spend more money up front in order to get that working out. And we know how the U.S. loves that. Yeah. Bats. Sorry, I put a southern accent in the word bats. <laughs> oh, well, that Marissa. Yep. I'm done. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> that was, uh... Guys, look out for more of that in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you learn something new every day. I just thought I'd look into, you know, potholes. Yeah, were you driving and you were like, I gotta know more about this? Um, I was driving and I was like, man, how do potholes happen? And I was like, yeah. I know I know this. I just don't remember how I know this or what. And so then I looked and I was like, all right, that's not going to be enough for a show. Let me find some more. <laughs> <laughs> Did you Google how do potholes happen? Question mark? No. Did you Google, how do potholes, question mark? I did Google, um... How potholes? Potholes, question mark? <laughs> Are you lying? No. I, I, um, I Googled, why can't potholes be filled to, I don't remember the words. Did you put a question mark? That's no, my, no. Uh, even if I type a, a question into Google, I'm not putting a question mark, Marissa. <laughs> what does it hurt? If it has the answers, it's smart enough to know it's a question. You're so set in your way. It starts with a question word that that Google probably ignores anyway. <laughs> I know, but like your your finger never slips to the question mark. I bet you delete it if it did. 
Whatever. Let's see, where's the question? Yeah, yeah, I probably, I probably would. <laughs> Pete's stubborn. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have any questions. How could you not? Is it because it was so thorough? Uh, yeah, it was really thorough. Also, you said a lot of words I don't remember, like transcendental tears or something, <laughs> or transient tears, uh, subdermal holes. <laughs> So, yeah, it's a lot to take in. I actually need to think on everything you taught me today. Okay, we'll do a part two. Okay, cool. (laughs) Plugs. You got any plugs? And no, I'm not talking about ways to fill up those bottles. That would be good, though. Yeah. You got any? Um, I don't really... But, you know, like, it, this isn't a plug. This is more of like a, a, it's not a preview either. But I'll tell you what. I watched the Netflix show Lady Voyeur so that you don't have to. What is that? It's a French show that popped up, and it's about a lady who likes to watch a prostitute who lives across the street from her have sex with men. Oh, okay. And there's a lot of sex in it. Mm-hmm. But also, hear me out. Uh, we've talked about this before on the show, so I hope I don't sound bad. It could be a, it could be a Spanish show too. Okay. Um. But all of the women are brunettes, and okay. all of the men are also brunettes. Okay. So what are you saying? So I start to lose track of who's who. Oh, okay. Because yeah, they're yeah, all yeah. good-looking people. Yeah. And, like, sometimes they wear wigs and stuff, too, like the ladies. And so I'm not really following the plot very much. So I wouldn't recommend it. But if you're like, I want to have something on that'll make other people uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Thumbs up. (laughs) Oh, if you uh, Google Lady Voyeur, you get the movie you said. You get a lot of porn sites. And you get something on eBay that says the very hungry pregnant lady. (laughs) And I'm going to X out of that. (laughs) I don't want to know what that is. Uh, Okay. Sounds interesting. And I'm always fascinated with the shows you decide to commit to. (laughs) Yeah, it pops up and like, I've been having this, uh, this... I feel like I have a void to fill of just having a thing that you can leave on. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, well, let's make it a lady voyeur. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, My plug is not something I love nor something I hate. It's something that I found slightly enjoyable and I want someone else to tell me what they think. Guys, let's watch Confess Fletch together on Showtime. Uh, Pete, are you familiar with Fletch? You know, not really. Okay, so it's originally an 80s movie with... Chevy Chase. Yeah, Chevy Chase. And it's, I think, like a comedy murder mystery. And this one has John Hamm, who is an interesting choice. And I haven't seen the original Fletch to compare them, but I can't imagine they bring the same energy to it. But it's, it's, it's not an LOL... Laugh Out Loud movie. God, I almost said LOL with sincerity. Uh, but it's... Uh... I'm going to edit it so you did. <laughs> edit it and dub me saying LOL. You dub your voice. LOL. <laughs> it's a... I would say it's a comfortable movie. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I watched half of it then I had stuff to do. And I'll finish it later. It was... Uh, it was cute. I feel like there's not a lot of like comfortable slightly funny adult comedies that aren't like yeah i haven't seen a pleasant movie in a while that wasn't really funny hard to find just an adult comedy that's not raunchy yeah that's not raunchy or that didn't totally miss the mark Mm because i did see another murder mystery with cersei ronan recently and it wasn't funny at all it was with cersei ronan and um Ooh, that guy that I confuse with everyone. He might as well be... He might as well be the guy from... 
who's in Fight Club? Ed Norton. Oh, is Sam Rockwell a white guy? He is. Yeah, it's Sam Rockwell and Cersei Ronan. Ed Norton and Sam Rockwell may as well be the same person in my mind. Mm -hmm. The same way that Michelle Pfeiffer, uh, Nicole Kidman, Meg Ryan, and... Ooh, is there another white blonde lady? I'm sure there were many. (laughs) (laughs) Dolly Parton. Uh, No, no! (laughs) Anyway... My point is, it's a, it's a, it's a comfortable, pleasant adult comedy. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening, uh, this long. I can't believe we have you into another year. Thank you so much. Thank uh, you. Nobody bought my pumpkins, which I think Pete requested you do. <laughs> Just so you know. If but, you got some money for Christmas, there's a place where you can spend it. Support yeah. small businesses. Oh, I meant to tell you, Pete, but I'm going to tell everyone. Aaron told a bunch of his coworkers that he's engaged now, and they said, "Oh, is your fiance a doctor? God bless him." He said, "No, she's a writer and an entrepreneur." And then he showed them all my pumpkins. <laughs> God, he's proud of me in ways that are really weird to me. <laughs> I was like, "And what did they say?" And he was like. They were like, oh, that's nice. And I was like, yeah, I bet that's what they said, because what else? I thought he was going to say, like, a, a potter or, like, a clay yeah, you, or yeah, ceramicist like, or something. Tell people I'm a crafter, an artist, an artist in anything. Don't say entrepreneur. <laughs> if one more person asked I'd me. I'd rather you tell me, I'd rather you tell them I'm unemployed yeah. than say I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> okay. We did watch Shark Tank the other day, and he goes, you should go on Shark Tank. Aaron, this needs to stop. <laughs> this level of support is not fair. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, and yeah, Happy New Year. And oh, call us at 570-POD-WOD1. Email us at shout at me. Or slide into my DMs at wristvandal. I'm going to be 37 tomorrow. Gross. Bye. <laughs> yeah, hi. Hi.